Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Thank you for joining us this morning on Community Focus, where we look at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. It is such a wonderful thing when fun events come together for the benefit of people in our community who need services. And the Pride Center at Equality Park has been doing this for 29 years now. And we're going to talk about the services they provide and their biggest event of the year coming up. I'm so happy to welcome the CEO of the Pride Center at Equality Park, Robert Boo. How are you? I'm fabulous. Thank you. How are you doing, Ellen? I'm doing great. I I was trying to not say boo in relation to Wicked Manners (laughs) and Halloween and I couldn't stop myself. And Wicked Manners is coming up, obviously, on Halloween night. We're going to talk about that in a bit. But first, I want to go over, for anyone who's not familiar with the Pride Center, the multitude of services that you provide and why we want people to come to Wicked Manners to help fund all of those services. Well, thank you. So uh, the Pride Center, we just celebrated our 29th anniversary in June of this year. And over the course of those 29 years, we have continued to grow and add to our portfolio of services that we provide to the community. So one of the latest, newest, and biggest services that we added to our campus was the Senior Affordable and Supportive Housing. I love it. Apartments. Yes, 48 apartments, 21 studios, 21 one-bedroom, and six two-bedroom apartments. And uh, we wanted to provide a safe and welcoming space to our aging LGBT community. Now, of course, due to the Fair Housing Act, we can't discriminate and and not allow our allies to live there. But it has turned out to be about 96% filled with LGBT uh, active agers or seniors. And so uh, we have our specialized programs and services for the active aging community. Um, We hold the nation's largest weekly gathering of active agers every Tuesday morning here at the center. So we'll have 200 people in our main hall. Um, They line up before the doors even open at 10 a.m. and 11 o'clock, we we do announcements and whoever the sponsor is does their spiel. And it's for some people, it's their only time that they can come together in an entirely queer environment. Um, and so they sit, they gossip, they bits and just have a great time. And so some of the stories that I get to hear are amazing. And uh, it's just really, really um, a good feeling that we're providing that space for them. Yeah. And for Um, the senior population, I would think it's especially important because they came up in a time when it was not okay to be out. Correct. Correct. And and many of them were actually in New York and around when the Stonewall riots occurred. And so to hear their firsthand experience of being there, it is just amazing. So, yeah, and, you know, using the term queer is very generational, how it's received. The seniors 
that was a very derogatory term uh, when they were growing up. But right. then the younger generations have taken it, owned it, destigmatized it. And so we've made it our own. That's great. And I've got to think, you know, because you have programs for all ages, when you bring people together who are young and old and female and male, it's a great learning experience for everyone to understand what others have been through or are currently going through. And again, in a safe space. Absolutely. Everyone's on their own journey. So we don't know where they are in that journey. They could just be coming, uh, starting their journey. They're coming out, they're uh, acknowledging um, their true feelings, or they've been someone like me. I've, I've known I was gay since five years old and have been out for almost all of my adult life. So, uh, so yeah. So it's really interesting to see where people are on their timeline and, and their process. And it's great to be able to share and, and listen, more importantly, to where they're coming from. Right. And you have like 65 meeting groups per month, and, and you can focus on so many different areas of people's lives that it kind of covers everything. Yeah, we have uh, the groups that utilize our meeting room space on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis. And some of them are, you know, for the support groups, um, for health and wellness. Um, some are just for fun to get together and, you know, watch operas and ballets and just to get together and have um, like-minded people and people that you want to be around and, and just spend that time with because mm. time is precious. And so, you know, you, you just don't want to run around and waste time. And especially now that we're pretty much, you know, post-pandemic, although there are still cases here and there and some people continue to wear masks, but to be able to gather again and, and Absolutely. yeah, you know, hug people again without the fear of what's going to happen. And wellness is one of your big things that you cover there, the Wellness with Pride Initiative. I just love this. Five different services. Can you talk a little bit about those? Sure. So, um, you know, our core business that we started off back in 1993 and, and moving on up was HIV and AIDS prevention, working with um, people who are HIV positive so they don't spread the virus, working with individuals that are high risk negatives um, to ensure that they don't become infected, and then offering different avenues for people to get tested whether they want to come here to the center, whether they want to go to one of the many um, places out in the community that we provide HIV testing, or now we even have funding for at-home testing. So you, all you have to do is request the kit, we mail it to you, and um, you can do it in the privacy of your own home. So there's multiple ways of learning your status, and so that's that's the number one initiative is we need people to know what their status is and then get them in, link them to resources and care so they can ensure that they live a healthy life. Uh, we also, um, we were the first agency in the country to start having the town hall regarding monkeypox. Uh, and we did that in June prior to the Stonewall Street Festival because we wanted to educate our community about this new virus that had taken over in Europe and was coming this way. And so by working with the Department of Health of Broward County over a three-month period, we were be able to provide vaccines for over 5,000 people wow. for monkeypox, meningitis, hepatitis, and COVID as well. Oh, that's great. And then 
we're also working uh, in the health and wellness area of the our women with pride. We have a directory of caregivers who are culturally proficient to work with the LBT community. So we vet them, we ensure that they're culturally competent, and then we provide that information to the LBT community. So they know that they can be going to this healthcare provider and it's going to be a welcoming and safe space for them to talk about what's going on in their lives. Now, how do you find those providers? Or if someone hears this and says, I'd like to be a caregiver, a provider, a wellness assistant, how do they get in touch with you? Well, they would go to our website, which is pridecenterflorida.org, go to the Who We Are drop down menu, and then there'll be a staff directory. And so you can actually find all of us listed there, our email address, our phone extensions. And right now, uh, we will be posting the job for the new Women with Pride coordinator position. So all of that's going to go towards our COO, Christopher Fagenbush. And then as part of the Wellness with Pride, there's also quitting tobacco, stress management, media literacy, which I'm fascinated at. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Because as we found, we can't always trust what we see or read, whether it's on the internet or on television or YouTube, whatever it happens to be. Um, And Mm -hmm. then a wellness linkage. Correct. So yeah, we received funding for this whole program of health and wellness. And so we have our Dr. Robbie Shore, who administers the program and does all of the linkage, whether it's you're requesting the at-home test kit or you're wanting to get linkage to stress management or smoking cessation. Um, So Dr. Robbie Shore would be that contact. Okay. Now, obviously, with this multitude of services you provide and the large space that you have and the number of people, I mean, 125,000 people that you reached last year in some way or another, whether through outreach or people coming to your activities, funding is a big, big thing for a nonprofit. And as we mentioned at the beginning, one of your major fundraisers each year is the Halloween Festival, Wicked Manners, coming up when else? On Halloween night. And you don't move it to a weekend to accommodate. You know, it's like Halloween, October 31st. Tell me about this theme, We Are Magic. So we always stay true to the date of Halloween, uh, the 31st, no matter what day of the week it is. And so we put on the largest street festival on Halloween night in the southeast of the United States. So this year, we've added uh, several other components. We have Um, A movie night on Friday night that we collaborate with the city of Wilton Manors. It is free. It is in Hagen Park. So you can come and watch Beetlejuice uh, free of charge. (laughs) We also, yes, I know. We also are doing a skating event for a skating rink. So uh, for those of you who love uh, Olivia Newton-John and We Are Mm. Magic, and the roller skating, that's the event for you to go to. And then, of course, on Halloween night for Wicked Manners, uh, starting at 6 p.m., we have the entire drive closed off from Five Points all the way to 20th Street. And um, we have a $10 entrance fee. And this year, we're actually going to be providing everyone a wristband so we know who has snuck in and who has not. (laughs) Who would do that? I can't imagine. (laughs) Who would do that? But here's the really good thing about Wicked Manners. It's not just about the Pride Center. 
because we have nine entry points throughout Wilton Drive. And so we collaborate and ask other nonprofits to staff those entry points, and then they get 15% of whatever they brought in at their gate. Excellent. So it not only helps us, it helps nine other organizations. And so it really is a, a good community builder and uh, provide funding for many of the organizations that provide service to our community. Right. And you also have an early time where, you know, the early part of the evening where kids can come in and enjoy all the fun and get candy. Absolutely. So if you go to wickedmanners.org, you'll see the map of the drive. And then we have um, trick-or-treat businesses and all of our entry points have been designated on the map of who is going to be providing treats for the kids. And then uh, our first contest of the evening is a children's costume contest. And you would not believe how families go out overboard on this. It is so fun to see how creative families can be with their costumes. And then once it starts getting dark, then it becomes an uh, adult event. And uh, we have three other contests throughout the evening. Um, We have some great prizes that have been uh, provided to us from the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. And uh, so the winners of those contests come away with some really great prizes. Outstanding. And we will be there on the main stage DJing and hosting for all the fun because we want to be in the middle of everything. Yes. Um, The main stage is right in the middle of the drive, right at 6th Avenue. So you all are going to be right there just in the midst and be able to see everyone. Outstanding. Again, we're talking about Wilton Drive. Key area, Wilton Manors, and one of the important things to let listeners know is where do they park? So on our map, on our website, wickedmanners.org, you will see all of the parking locations that have been designated. Um, We also encourage and have designated on the map where the rideshare drop-off and pickup points are. So parking is a nightmare in every city around here, not just Wilton Manors. So we encourage many of the people to do rideshare. So they do not have to worry at the end of the evening, don't have to worry about driving home. That's excellent. Yes. Or, you know, finding your way back to your car if you do drive. But like you say, the rideshare probably is the best option. Obviously, food and beverage will be available. Correct, correct. So the bar clusters that are on the street is what the Pride Center uh, will be providing. And that's how we make some of our uh, revenue is through the bars. So there's three clusters or nine bars that are on the street. So please, 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 if you're coming, buy your tickets, drink tickets, get your um, your beverages from our bars. And then after 11 o'clock, go to all of the businesses that are on the drive providing all of their costume contests. We'll also list that on our website when the bars are having their costume contests. And so, yes, enjoy. And then at 11 o'clock when the event ends, that's when we start encouraging people to go on inside and go into the parking lots of the businesses. Okay. It sounds, I just, you know, you have everything so locked down. Everything is so well organized and it just makes everything that much more fun because people don't have to worry about those details because they're all right there at wickedmanners.org. And again, what you need to remember, in addition to having the best time of your life, is you are supporting funding for resources that the Pride Center provides for so many people in our community. And it's how you can provide them at no or low cost and critical services. 
Well, I'm so excited that we're part of this again. And you can find information, as we said, at wickedmanners.org or go to pridecenterflorida.org. And of course, we have the event listed on our website too. So it will be there. Robert Boo, CEO of the Pride Center at Equality Park. Thank you so much for everything you do in our community. Thank you for being a, a valuable collaborator and partner for so many years. Well, you make that really easy for us to do. So thank you. And we will see you on the 31st. Very excited to welcome to Community Focus this morning, Miami-Dade County Commissioner Danielle Cohen-Higgins. For a very special reason, Commissioner Higgins, welcome to the program. Do you want to tell us why you're here? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. I am joining you today to announce and share with all of your listeners a very important event happening on October 30th in Miami-Dade County. It's our very first ever Hometown Heroes Parade, where our community will have the opportunity to get together and celebrate our true hometown heroes. Who am I referring to? We all know that when athletes win championships, whether it's the Heat or the Dolphins, we celebrate them by closing rows and having parades. Well, it was my firm belief and opinion that our first responders, i.e. our firefighters, our law enforcement, our nurses, especially in light of the pandemic, especially in light of Surfside, deserved equal, if not more recognition and being acknowledged as being our true hometown heroes. So thankfully, with the support of my colleagues, our legislation passed on October 30th. We're having our very first Hometown Heroes Parade where we're celebrating our officers, our firefighters, and our nurses. And it's a true family, family event. It's amazing how much you've put together, but I want to honor you and credit you (laughs) for initiating this resolution along with Commissioner Gilbert. Uh, You know, two separate districts working together and then 13 districts obviously a unanimous yes to this resolution. Absolutely. Is this the easiest resolution you've ever put through? (laughs) (laughs) It really might be. And honestly, you know, I'm I'm relatively new to the county commission, certainly new to politics. And it was sort of a resolution that made everybody think, why why haven't we done this earlier? You know, New York does their annual ticker tape parade. And Miami-Dade County has the opportunity to show leadership and to show that we recognize the service and the sacrifice of people who put their lives on the line every single day for us. And that's, you know, a parade is a perfect opportunity to do so. So we have tremendous sponsors, a really wonderful event that's free for the family starting on October 30th. Okay, so we're just a week away. Can you give us a rundown of what we can expect in the parade and then the family fun fest afterward? Yeah, absolutely. So from 11 to 1, there will be a parade where we invite all families to come, make posters, bring your pods, cheer on our law enforcement, our firefighters and our nurses and use this as an opportunity to say thank you for keeping all of us safe, not only during the pandemic and Surfside, but really every single day. After the parade, we're going to embark on Parcel B, which is directly behind the FTX Arena. This is a large green space that is directly abutting our ocean, so it's a beautiful backdrop. We'll have lots of family fun activities. We'll have a stage. We'll have a formal MC, which is the MC for the Miami Heat. Tons of activities for the children, including face painting and zip lining. It's right before Halloween, so we encourage everyone to bring their costumes. This is really a family day that is free for our community to really prop up, celebrate, and honor our true heroes in Miami-Dade County. And this is the first ever. I'm hoping that this is a wildly successful event. We've raised close to $600,000 thanks to our amazing sponsors. And I'd like for this to be an annual event so our young people can look to our police officers, our firefighters, and our nurses to say, I want to be like them someday instead of just idolizing our professional athletes. Oh, I just love that so much. 
much. I've often said, you know, with teachers, the same thing, that our value system is sometimes a little bit off scale and our salaries that we pay are off scale for the people who have so much influence, you know, where teachers influence our children every single day, nurses and, and these first responders, and even the frontline workers who went to work every day during the pandemic with right. the masks on before we were accustomed to wearing masks. And, right. you know, nobody knew what was happening, but they went and they did their job anyway, everyday Absolutely. people. So I, I love that we're honoring them. And, you know, I understand that at the FTX arena, you'll have areas set up where we can meet them in person and say hello and personally say thank you for the work you've done. Absolutely. You know, and thank you for recognizing the importance of this. I think it's important for us as a community to help change the narrative on who our heroes are and who our young people should look up to and where respect should truly lie. And that's not to take away, you know, from superheroes that we see on on big motion pictures and, and professional athletes that make boatloads of money and are very, very fancy people. But really shifting that to everyday people. Um, and yes, there will be tons of law enforcement. We have a lot of participating municipalities. And this is an opportunity for our young people to go up to an officer and shake his or her hands and say thank you. The same for a nurse and for a firefighter and hopefully inspire young people to, you know, see these everyday individuals that are our neighbors, our friends that don't receive this kind of public display of recognition every single day. This is our opportunity to do exactly that. Okay, so 11 a.m. next Sunday, we want to line up on Biscayne Boulevard. Are there special parking areas that'll be designated? That's an excellent question. There's tons of parking around the FTX Arena because obviously they host thousands of visitors for their events. So there is a lot of parking adjacent to and abutting. Obviously, public transportation is available if everybody or if anybody wants to ride our trains to the event. Uh, But there should be ample parking and we want everyone. It's a short parade route. It's starting at the Hotel Intercontinental and ending right at the FTX Arena where we're going to loop around and end everything and kind of disperse on Parcel B. So it's a short route, but we want the community to come out. We want everybody to cheer and say thank you to our heroes. And so we certainly encourage participation from our community for this important event. Oh, I think it's going to be huge. I will tell you the truth. I was looking at the page on the website, which is just full of all the information you need at MiamiDade.gov. Just search Hometown Heroes Parade. You'll find it. Or you can follow at MiamiDade Parks on Twitter for updates. But you had the map showing the parade route. And in my head, I was thinking, okay, we're doing a 5K. (laughs) And and then I said, oh, no, wait a minute. That's where the floats will be. We're going to be on the sidewalk so people can line up the whole way. That's right. Okay. All right. We want a full parade like the New York City ticker tape parade. And then everybody make their way to Parcel B for a lot of wonderful, free and fun activities for for families. Do you still need sponsors? Absolutely. We welcome (laughs) sponsors all the way up until the day of the event. We have a lot of media sponsors. We have Baptist Health. We have a lot of wonderful sponsors, Aetna, CMG, the Miami Dolphins. We have a number of professional teams that will be joining us, mascots. We're always welcoming sponsors. And again, this is the inaugural year. This is all as a result of legislation that I brought, and I thank Commissioner and Vice Chairman Oliver Gilbert for co-sponsoring this with me. I hope that this becomes an annual event in Miami-Dade County. This should not just be in response to the pandemic and Surfside. This should be an opportunity to shift the narrative in our county about who our true heroes are. So hopefully this will be annually. A hundred percent. I'm sure it will be. I do want to make one comment. I don't want to diss our teams. We love our sports teams. And I want to give credit to those who 
take their time and use their money to create their own foundations to do work in the community. And so many of them do charitable work. And so I don't want to take away from that aspect of their being idolized. And, you know, I know it takes a tremendous amount of work to achieve the kind of skills that they do. And of course, we're very excited that the mascots will be out, the Marlins, the Dolphins, the Miami Heat. And that's that's just part of what's going to be going on. I understand Miami Dade County Parks is going to have special activations with Zoo Miami and others yep. as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and I thank you for mentioning that. You know, this is this parade is not to, to the exclusion of our professional athletes. This is to be in addition to. I want them to have parades. I think it's amazing and wonderful, and I agree with you entirely. Um, I, I also think there's space for us to celebrate our, our hometown heroes. And so hopefully we'll continue to have these wonderful parades and celebrations for all of these important members of our community. Well, when I look at what you and the commissioners have put together in what a very short time, um, Lightning. It, it's amazing. And see, this is such great proof of when we all work together towards something right. positive, it's 100%. easy to get it done. That's um, right. So I just, I want to say thank you to you, your co-sponsor, all of the commissioners, and also to Miami-Dade County Mayor Daniela Livian Cava. Absolutely. Um, she has spearheaded so many new initiatives. Um, She's amazing. And, yeah. We were with her at um, Bonanza in April. Great. You know, starting yes. with the, the Eco Initiative, the 305 Green Initiative, and so many more things. And this is so special. I have no doubt that people from the entire County are going to show up, and I know we're looking forward to this. I feel like it's New Year's already. Yeah, it's it kind of that, feels like that, right? Let's it get really into the celebratory does. season mode. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So I just, you know, want to let people know we have the information on our website, on our events listing, and it has links to the Miami Dade government website. You can also get updates on Twitter at Miami Dade Parks. Very easy to follow, Commissioner I'm Higgins. Sure. Anything else you want our audience to know? No, but just I hope we see everyone on October 30th. And the website directly for the Hometown Heroes Parade is MiamiDate.gov slash Hometown Heroes Parade. All the information that you need is located there. And again, I hope we see many, many families, many, many young people celebrating and enjoying a wonderful day on October 30th at the FTX Arena. Our costumes allowed since we're so close Absolutely. to... Absolutely. <laughs> Let's have all of our young people and our adults dress up. I certainly will be and so will my two young children. So... So come and celebrate with us on October 30th. All right. Thank you so much for what you're doing for our community and for Miami-Dade County. Commissioner Danielle Cohen-Higgins, we so appreciate you being here. Thank you. Have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you. You and take too. Care. Yep. A little nap and we'll be good to go. One more thing to mention to you before we close out the program this morning. Tomorrow is the first day of early voting for the midterm elections, the general election on November 8th, but you do not have to wait to vote. Early voting starts tomorrow and runs through November 6th, and there are two dozen different locations in Miami-Dade County where you can vote, two dozen different locations in Broward County where you can early vote. And one of the extra special benefits of having all of these different locations, of course, you can find somewhere that's near to you. They have multiple different hours. You can find a time that will work for you, and you can drop off a vote-by-mail ballot if you requested one. You don't have to put it in the mail. You can actually drop it at an early voting location. 
So if you find yourself, you know, a couple of days before Election Day, you haven't mailed it back in, take it right over to one of the early voting locations. They will accept it from you and make sure it gets safely to the Supervisor of Elections office. We do have an entire page on our website dedicated to elections information with links so that you can look up what are those two dozen locations and what are the hours they'll be open for early voting and where you can take your ballot if you have a vote by mail ballot and you didn't return it and it's now November 8th, how to handle that. All the information is there. Just go to our website. Right on the right side of the homepage, you will see election info. Most importantly, get there and vote. This is our opportunity to have our say about how we want our government to look. So now's the time to do it. Thank you for listening to Community Focus this morning. If you have questions or would like to suggest a topic, you can email me at Ellen. Dot Jaffe, J-A-2-F-S-1-E at ZMG.com. You have a wonderful day. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.